0: Welcome to the Game of Crowdfunding Draft Picks Edition. I'm Sarah Reed, and with me is my new co-host...
1: Jacob Kuhn. Hey, how are you?
0: I'm okay. How you doing?
1: I'm doing all right.
0: All right. Well, to get things started, we're going to start with one of our Patreon supporters, the supporters we have for All Us Geeks. And this week, it's Torin. Torin, thank you very much for supporting All Us Geeks and the Game of Crowdfunding. We really appreciate it. Now we're going to go over last week's picks, uh, just to recap where they are in case you are interested in checking them out.
1: All right. Well, we started off last week with my franchise pick, which was Train Heist, and it is funded with 10 days left to go. It's hitting uh, stretch goals like crazy. So um, yeah, it's doing well.
0: Awesome. My franchise pick was Best Treehouse Ever. And they have definitely funded. They're about twice their funding goal and they will end April 18th. So there's still time to get on there. And they're also hitting lots of stretch goals to make the game better.
1: And then I went on to pick Valeria Card Kingdoms and that thing just exploded. It's over double the funding goal and it still has, um, still goes until April 10th. So it's still got several days to go.
0: I picked Wizards Academy. It has not quite made it. It's really close. They were looking for 44,475 and they're at 37,198. So they're almost there. It has till April 17th, so check that out and maybe see about helping that fund.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. I'm I'm backing it, so I'm really hoping it funds. <laughs> and then the last one that I talked about was Birds of a Feather and that is our first project to have finished. And it finished, I don't even know how long ago, a little bit ago, April 3rd.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be or not to be, that is the
0: noun. Rabbit squirrels. botched lobotomy. Potato.
1: Potato wins it. To be or not to be, that is the potato. <laughs> Bill Shakespeare's Dead is a fast-paced party game for five or more players. Get on your feet, act your heart out, and die dramatically. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll verb. Twerk. You'll twerk. Bill Shakespeare's Dead, on Kickstarter now. Visit us at tinyurl.com slash billshakespeare.
0: So now we're going to move on to new picks for this week. Unfortunately, I was only able to find three projects, so we're only going to have three picks this week. But hopefully that'll make for uh, some actual competition, since our first episode was kind of a wash there. So, I am going to go with my franchise pick of Not Dice. Celtic Not Games, Puzzles, and Art.
1: All right. Well, nice pick. I looked at it, but just did not pick that this time.
0: Okay. Well, you invalidated my franchise pick, you. I
1: know, right?
0: (laughs) Well, that's okay. I think it's still a a worthy project to take a look at. It is very different. I mean, I know people love custom dice. I'm a fan myself. But these are so unique because each side has different shapes that create designs, and these design different games and puzzles. They play one to four players. They're really short games from 10 to 30 minutes. It's just very artistic, beautiful. They're, they're these brilliant green pearly dice with these, these silver lines on it, and it's very affordable. The complete box is $29, and that gives you 18 dice. You get the rule book with all the different games and puzzles there's some tokens, and if they hit stretch goals, they're going to add even more to it. But what I also think is really neat is that you can get a half set for $15, which is nine dice, but it still includes different puzzles in there that you can use those nine dice for. So you can test it out for a little bit less if you're not quite sure. They are looking for $25,000. they are at 12831 So that puts them at about 51%. They currently have 299 backers, and it goes until April 30th.
1: Okay, well, since I invalidated your franchise pick, I am going (laughs) to put up the Titan Series, which is totally different in funding and everything, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. So the Titan Series by Calliope Games started funding on or was launched on the 31st of March, and it goes until May 30th, so it's a pretty long project. It has currently 490 backers. And is looking for $135,000. Yeah, you heard me right. Currently they are at $64,000 something or other and some change. (laughs) And it is $25 you can get for one game. Or you can add on additional games for $25 under that same pledge. Or you can get all nine games plus the stretch goals, which are more games for $145. So what this project is, is they are getting together um, to start with nine designers who are going to be creating gateway games that are good for anybody to play along the lines of, you know, Sorrow that Calliope already puts out and roll for it. Uh, and they're going to be on different mechanisms of games. So there's going to be a worker placement game. There's going to be an auction game, uh, a party game, things like that. And the designers they have lined up is pretty ridiculous. You have Zach and Jordan Weissman, Paul Peterson, Richard Garfield, Eric Lang, Seth Johnson, Mike Selinker, Mike Elliott, Rob Davio, Mike Mulvihill. Yeah. And then there's more in the stretch goals too. So you could end up getting over 12 games. The uh, only thing is you don't really know what the games are about exactly yet. So that's, yeah, that's a little bit of a concern, but it's okay with me.
0: Yeah, I have to say, unfortunately, that's what gets me really nervous about the whole project. And it's why I didn't pick it. I So I'm conflicted because I wanted to succeed. But I'm just not sure I'm personally ready to invest in such a project that could go terribly wrong.
1: Yeah, I know. And that's why it's kind of a risk. But I, I just had to do it. Because okay. I think I think it's cool. And I think it's kind of what kickstarter is about or how it started mm-hmm. you didn't know a ton about the games they weren't finished
0: yeah it's true
1: and you know honestly if you pay 145 dollars for nine games you're looking at i think it's 16 dollars a game yeah i have bought games for more that sucked so <laughs> i'm sure these have bound to be good
0: that is a very good perspective and i hope it does fund and i hope it does succeed as a long goal for i mean it's going to be the uh, nine games are going to come out over the next three years, three games each year. So that's a very long fulfillment process.
1: Yeah. And so they're doing some unique things, but I wish them the best and I'm putting them up against not dice, I guess.
0: All right. Well, if yours succeeds. I am not kidding. Any point.
1: <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to do that, but nope. that's just <laughs> the way it did. You know, that,
0: that's the way it goes.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, um, Nor Saga uh, was launched on March 30th. And goes until April 28th. It is looking for 15,000 in funding and they currently have 9,500-ish, um, and 303 backers. The base pledge is 20 bucks and they're doing good. I think it's $5 for worldwide shipping or EU shipping, which is uh, very nice for all of us who do not live in the U.S. And the game, what I kind of looked at it as is, it's a storytelling game as much as you want it to be. It doesn't force you into it, but you could clearly tell stories with the game. And it has a little uh, Viceroy, which was my top game from 2014, which actually isn't even out in the U.S. yet. It has a little bit of those mechanics where you're placing characters next to each other, and if they have a shared trait, then you get to tell more of your story. So everybody gets this saga card at the beginning, and you have to tell your story by achieving certain traits in your family tree. So if the story says you need to have, it'll be like two yellows, two blues, a green and three red, you have to put people into your family tree that have those traits. And then there's a little bit of a mess with your neighbor mechanism where certain cards will allow you to say, oh no, no, you were lying in your story. That's not your actual family tree. So that person really wasn't it. Good luck. Bye-bye. See you later. So, I don't know. It's a very unique game. It seems like it could go pretty quick. And so it's not going to be a really long table burner, but it's kind of a mix between uh Legacy, the Testament of Duke de Crechy, and the Viceroy for me with the little, um what, the Hobbit's Tale or whatever storytelling game thrown in. Looks pretty neat.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely on board. Like, it's not just your Basic battling card game. I mean, at first glance, it might look like it, but you're right. It's got this other element of you building up your family tree to try to meet your goal there. And then you can make it as much of a storytelling game as you want or don't want. So I I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah, it looks really neat. I'm excited to see what it's like. So that takes me to my franchise pick, right?
0: Yes, it does.
1: Okay. Well, my franchise pick is Cosmic Run.
0: Well, and you got it because that was the third game that I had picked for this uh, round.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Victory is mine. Mm-hmm. So Cosmic Run is by Dr. Finn's Games, the designer and publisher for games like Biblios and Capo de Copy, and I probably butchered that, and uh, Let Them Eat Shrimp. So they're a bunch of games, uh, filler games. When this project was launched on the 23rd of March, so it just gets into our time frame and it finishes on the 13th of April. It is looking for 17,000 and currently it's at just over 16,000. So it's almost guaranteed this thing's going to fund. Uh, it has 442 backers, which is pretty incredible. And the different pledge levels. What I really like is if you're a print and play person, there's a $10 print-and-play level, and it says for every game that he makes other than Biblios. So that's pretty awesome. Like if yeah. you do print-and-play, 10 bucks, and you can get print-and-play for a bunch of games.
0: Yeah, that's really cool.
1: And then it's not that much for the base game is $28. And then he has additional add-ons for almost all of his other games, I think, except for Biblios because um, that's sold out like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Which is, oh, it's one of my favorite filler games. I love that game. Anyway, so Cosmic Run, we're not talking about Biblios, (laughs) uh, (laughs) is for one to four players, and it plays in about 30 minutes. It's a dice rolling, push your luck type game where you're competing with other players to explore different planets before your opponents do or before the meteors blow them up. Throughout the game, you roll dice to get pairs, triplets, quads, or uh, if you just roll a one, uh, that helps too. And that will allow you to explore the planets or recruit some, I guess, new alien worker friends. I don't really know what the thematic thing is there, but. Yeah. And then after each roll, you have to at least sign one more or one of the die in order to roll the rest of them. And you can sign multiple. But once you do, if you put it on, let's say the planet that requires triplets, and you put two threes on there, and then you never roll another three, well, you don't get any exploration on that planet. So it's a little bit of a push-your-luck style there. And then you can hire um, new workers in the same way as exploring planets, but they'll give you abilities like re-rolls and changing a three to a four or something like that.
0: Yeah, I think this is going to be really interesting because the the other thing that I've, I really like is it's a competitive game, but they also have solo and cooperative variants. Now, I'm always a little wary when they have, you know, make a competitive game into cooperative, but it seems like it could be very possible for this because it's kind of, it's on the lighter side and it it is that pusher luck. I could see how you could rejigger it to be cooperative. And I think that might be an interesting take for those who don't like to be so competitive.
1: Yeah. And I think he designed this game with his son and I don't know how old his son is. I have no idea how old Dr. Finn is. So I couldn't even begin to guess. But my guess is that they were playing, you know, with family and tends to be in any kind of game. Co-op works really well with families, um, especially when you vary in ages pretty widely. Agreed. And I just like that it's solo, so that makes me happy.
0: Well, there you go. It hits on the nail for a lot of people.
1: Yep. Yep. And uh, it's not quite funded, but I I can't see this one not getting funded, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's so close. It, it may not in the next couple of days, but once it hits that 48-hour mark.
1: Yeah, for sure. I would not be surprised, actually, in just a day or two that it's going to be funded, but I also would not be surprised. I'm going to toss in some double negatives there Ooh. just because I can.
0: All right. <laughs> you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all of our picks. Did you have any shout-outs?
1: Yeah, my main shout-out was for Rado Runs Through is doing his yearly Kickstarter campaign. And while he has cost me way too much money as it is, I typically watch two people and their videos, and that's Ricky Royal and Rado, because I learn games by watching people play them. Mm -hmm. So both of them just do a fantastic job, and even if you you know can't give him much money or if... He's someone that you watch. Tossing him a buck or two or five, whatever you can do, I know he's super appreciative of that. So just a little shout out to him. Not that he needs more fans out there, but uh he's super worth watching his videos.
0: Oh, I totally agree. Um We watch Rotto because of the two-player perspective because uh, as I tell people, 95% of my gaming is just me and my husband, Will. Uh, it's unfortunately very infrequent that we're able to get together with other people. So we have to make sure that the games we pick are fun two-player. I know there's so many games out there that have two-player variants. Some are good, some are not. And so we rely on Rado to let us know what's worth getting. And we like a lot of the same type of games that he does. So I'm definitely in agreement if you've got a dollar, uh, if you got five bucks, that, that gets you the Board Game Geek micro badge. Plus you can vote every month for one of the games that he does a run-through of. So it gets you a little bit interactive in it and he gets five more dollars. But even if not, a dollar gets you the new micro badge on board Game So, plus there's higher pledge levels. Like, if you like his wife, uh, his, uh, Jen, she does glass pieces for either just jewelry or, um, also to use in board games to replace all those boring pieces. So, there's a lot of cool things to check out.
1: Definitely. It's worth, worth your time checking it out.
0: Yeah, the only other one I was gonna do a shout out for was Raiders of the North Sea. It funded pretty darn quickly and it just looks really good. I unfortunately missed out on the first one in the series, but it doesn't sound like you have to have one to get the other. But it's uh set in the Viking age and you're trying to impress the chieftain by raiding nearby settlements, you assemble a crew, collect provisions, you journey north to plunder gold iron, and then you're you know trying to get glory and it just looks really cool. It's kind of a worker placement game, but it's not too vanilla. It's got this action-taking mechanism. You only have one worker, and so you have to pick up a different worker from the board to take a second action. It's kind of interesting, so I wanted to give that a shout-out. I've got the conversion thing up, so it's New Zealand? Yeah, NZD is New Zealand. So in New Zealand dollars... They're looking for twenty three thousand it US dollars, that's seventeen thousand four hundred and five. They're currently at thirty eight thousand six hundred and ninety-six New Zealand dollars, which is twenty-nine thousand two hundred and eighty-two US dollars. And they got five hundred and ninety-six backers. It looks like it's it's doing fantastic. Unfortunately for those who wanted to get a copy of his first game, Shipwrights of the North Sea, that one unfortunately has sold out, but you can still get the new one for fifty six dollars.
1: Although, actually, I'm backing this one, and I backed the first one. You remember last time when I said that the artist from Valeria did a game that I just got recently? It was oh, that yeah. one. It's the same one. Really? Artist. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I got an update from this project or commenter. I don't even know where it was. I saw something. Oh, uh, yeah. It's <laughs> on the front page of the project. It says, all available copies of shipwrights are currently taken. However, if we get 1,301 backers, this will allow us to produce a second run, making more copies available. And so that has to double the backers. But, I mean, double for where it's at right now. But it's got 25 days to do that. So, You don't need the first one. That's true. But at a hundred New Zealand dollars, you're looking at something like 75 or 75 to 80 US dollars for both games.
0: Conversion here says 76, but yes, it's not too bad there.
1: No, not at all. And so, I mean, if they can get enough backers, that will open up again. Yep. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Anything else you wanted to do a shout out for?
1: I think that's it this week.
0: Okay. Thanks for listening to us, and if you've got any feedback, uh, you can find me on Twitter at EuroGamerGirl. Otherwise, you can also post on the All Us Geeks website for the different episodes. You can leave comments there. And Jacob, how can they find you?
1: You can find me anywhere as Jacob J. Coon on Twitter, on BGG, on Star Realms, literally everything beaten Jacob J. Coon. I'm not very yeah. unique and creative. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it makes it easier to keep track of. That's true. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. And as always, go out there and pick a winner. Thank you for checking out a United Geeks Network family member. If you enjoyed it and are looking for other online media with a geek culture slant, head over to unitedgeeksnetwork.com where you will find Geeks of the North, a hobby and gaming podcast from Laval Province, discussing all aspects of the miniature wargaming hobby. The United Geeks Network. You can broadcast your geekiness at unitedgeeksnetwork.com.